Behind the Knife, the surgery podcast. Relevant and engaging content designed to help you dominate the day. Hello, BTK listeners. This is Patrick. I've got Kevin, Jason, and John here with me, and we are thrilled to introduce the Behind the Knife's premium general surgery oral board review. Today, you'll hear a sample scenario from this comprehensive audio review course, which includes 92 scenarios that meticulously cover 115 score core topics. The course has an exciting and entirely unique format. Each of the 92 scenarios includes two parts. The first part is a perfectly executed oral board scenario that mimics the real thing. Scenarios are five to seven minutes long and include a variety of tactics and styles. If you're able to achieve this level of performance in your preparation, you are sure to pass the oral exam with flying colors. The second part introduces high-yield commentary to each scenario. This commentary includes tips and tricks to help you dominate the most challenging scenarios in addition to practical, easy-to-understand teaching that covers the most confusing topics that we face as general surgeons. We are confident you will find this unique, dual-format approach a highly effective way to prepare for the test. So why did we take this on? Well, we simply were not happy with the other oral board prep courses out there. First off, they're ridiculously expensive. No one should have to pay that much. Second, their content is subpar and out of date, so we took matters into our own hands. This oral board review course was designed to not only outperform the competitors, but also save you hundreds of dollars. You should also know that revenue generated from this course will be put right back into Behind the Knife to support creation of more awesome content. It's a win-win for everyone involved. To learn more about Behind the Knife's premium general surgery oral board review, visit www.behindthenife.org and click on the premium tab. You can access additional oral board review material, including a 10-part review series and supplementary mock oral board scenarios by clicking Listen, Series, and then Oral Boards, or by simply searching Oral Boards. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, register for a free Category 1 CME, and even purchase some merchandise. For regular updates, follow us on Twitter at Behind the Knife and Instagram at Behind the Knife Podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. All right, with that, let's get started with part A, a perfectly executed oral board scenario that mimics the real thing. Behind the Knife Premium. Scenario number 21, acute mesenteric ischemia, developed by Kevin Canary, read by examiner Kevin Canary and examinee Jason Bingham. A 65-year-old female presents to the emergency room with sudden onset excruciating abdominal pain. She has a history of atrial fibrillation, but has stopped anticoagulation for a dental procedure. She is tachycardic to 115, her blood pressure is normal, and she is writhing in pain, but her abdomen is soft and non-peritoneal. You are in the ER for another consult, and a new ER resident comes up to you and asks you how you'd like to work this up, or if she should go straight to surgery because her pain is so bad. Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, I would first uh, tell the ER resident I think we need a little bit more information um, and explain how a complete workup would be critical for us to make the right operative decision. I would, of course, immediately see the patient and get a history, my own history and physical. Um, while I'm doing that, I would ask for some labs. I'd want a CBC, a BMP, lactate, amylase, lipase. Uh, she's tachycardic and she has history of AFib, so I definitely want to get an EKG. And 
It sounds like you're describing pain out of proportion to physical exam. And uh, given her history, I am concerned about mesenteric ischemia. So I would likely start uh, working on getting a CT angiogram of the chest, abdomen, and pelvis. Okay. So you go see the patient and she's writhing after getting four milligrams of IV morphine. Uh, she's tachycardic and normotensive, but her abdomen is soft, non-descended, no surgical scars, uh, tender to minimal palpation throughout. She states it started two hours ago. Her only uh, medical history is uh, atrial fibrillation, which she's on Xarelto for, but has not taken it for two days due to a dental extraction that was planned for today. Okay. Uh, well, like I said, I am concerned about uh, mesenteric ischemia. It's kind of the top of my differential at this point, um, most likely from an embolus from her atrial uh, fibrillation. I would uh, contact our vascular surgeon um, once uh, I've confirmed this with my CT angiogram. Uh, I'll also make sure that the ER is fluid resuscitating her and treating her pain uh, adequately. Um, are her any of her labs or her CT back yet? Yeah, so her CBC and BMP are unremarkable. Her lactate is 4. Her amylase and lipase are normal. Her EKG confirms atrial fibrillation. Uh, the CTA demonstrates an abrupt cutoff of the SMA four centimeters after its origin. There is evidence of hypoattenuating bowel. The vascular surgeon just went to the operating room for a ruptured AAA and will not be available to help you with this case. Okay. So now that mesenteric ischemia from an embolus to the SMA has been confirmed, um, I would anticoagulate the patient with heparin. Um, I would do 80 units a kilogram. Uh, I would start broad-spectrum antibiotics and call the OR and let them know that we need to do a laparotomy and we'll need a vascular set, including a Fogarty embolectomy, uh, catheters, and um, uh, I'd plan on doing an SMA embolectomy. Okay. You are in the OR and widely prepped and draped. Please describe your operation. Sure. So... Um, you know, after my standard prep, I would make a generous midline laparotomy from the, the xiphoid to below the umbilicus. I would enter the peritoneum and evaluate the bowel. If any grossly perforated bowel, I would staple and resect. Otherwise, I would pack it off to the right upper quadrant. I would then elevate the transverse mesocolon and follow the middle colic artery down to the base of the mesentery, which is where the, I'll find the SMA. I would feel for a pulse proximally in it, and then I would carefully expose and loop out all the branches with vessel loops. Make sure to adequately heparinize for an ACT of greater than 200. Then I would clamp proximally and distally, make a transverse arteriotomy, and then use a number two and number three embolectomy catheter to retrieve the clot proximally and distally. Once I have achieved good inflow and outflow, I would ex gain exposure and then close my arteriotomy with interrupted proline sutures. I would use a Doppler to confirm that I had flow, and then I would place warm irrigation in the admin and allow 20 minutes before, you know, reevaluating the bowel. Okay. You evaluate the bowel. There's a good pulse throughout the mesentery. There are some pieces of bowel that are still dusky in appearance, but not clearly dead. What would you like to do? In that case, I would uh, not do a definitive closure of the abdomen. I would do a temporary abdominal closure using uh, an abthera, if, if available, uh, and plan on doing a, a relook, uh, second look laparotomy within 24 hours. Okay. Uh, so they, they move her to the ICU, um, and she's doing okay. Um, and they ask, you know, is there anything else you'd like to do in the meantime? 
Yeah, so I would uh, I would want to keep the patient on broad spectrum antibiotics. I'd want uh, her anticoagulated uh, with heparin drip for a PTT between sixty and ninety. I'd also ensure that she's being warmed and adequately resuscitated uh, and monitored closely for those twenty four hours. Okay, uh, let's step take a step back and say I gave you a different presentation of mesenteric ischemia, and this patient was a chronic vasculopath, a heavy smoker uh, with known vascular disease. Um, and her symptoms were not as sudden or severe, um, but she still had unrelenting abdominal pain. What would you be worried about, and what are your options for revascularizing this type of mesenteric ischemia? Okay, well, this is more concerning for a superior mesenteric artery thrombosis rather than an embolus. Um, so this is when a chronically diseased SMA acutely thrombosis. Embolectomy is not an option in these patients. If I could identify a healthy portion of the SMA on CT scan, uh, I would perform an iliac to SMA bypass using a greater saphenous vein uh, or PTFE. If a vascular surgeon was available and they had endovascular options, um, transfemoral stenting could be a, a possibility or also uh, retrograde stenting from direct access uh, uh, in, into the SMA is another option. Okay, thank you. Be sure to listen to Part B for high-yield commentary and other tips and tricks. Now, you'll hear Part B, which includes high-yield commentary interspersed throughout the scenario. Behind the Knife Premium. Scenario number 21, acute mesenteric ischemia, developed by Kevin Canary, read by examiner Kevin Canary and examinee Jason Bingham. A 65-year-old female presents to the emergency room with sudden onset excruciating abdominal pain. She has a history of atrial fibrillation but has stopped anticoagulation for a dental procedure. She is tachycardic to 115, her blood pressure is normal, and she is writhing in pain, but her abdomen is soft and non-peritoneal. You are in the ER for another consult and a new ER resident comes up to you and asks you how you'd like to work this up or if she should go straight to surgery because her pain is so bad. Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, I would first uh, tell the ER resident I think we need a little bit more information um, and explain how a complete workup would be critical for us to make the right operative decision. I would, of course, immediately see the patient and get a history, my own history and physical um, while I'm doing that, I would ask for some labs. I'd want a CBC, a BMP, lactate, amylase, lipase. Uh, she's tachycardic and she has history of AFib, so I definitely want to get an EKG. And it sounds like you're describing pain out of proportion to physical exam. And uh, given her history, I am concerned about mesenteric ischemia. So I would likely start uh, working on getting a CT angiogram of the chest, abdomen, and pelvis. In scenarios where you suspect a vascular ideology, a CTA is critical to provide optimal surgical care. In this scenario, such as this patient's, a creatinine is not a consideration. Okay, so you go see the patient and she's writhing after getting 4 milligrams of IV morphine. Uh, she's tachycardic and normotensive, but her abdomen is soft, non-descended, no surgical scars. Uh, tender to minimal palpation throughout. She states it started two hours ago. Her only uh, medical history is uh, atrial fibrillation, which she's on Xarelto for, but has not taken it for two days due to a dental extraction that was planned for today. Okay. 
Uh, well, like I said, I am concerned about uh, mesentery ischemia. It's kind of the top of my differential at this point, um, most likely from an embolus from her atrial uh, fibrillation. I would uh, contact our vascular surgeon um, once uh, I've confirmed this with my CT angiogram. And I'll also make sure that the ER is fluid resuscitating her and treating her pain uh, adequately. Um, are her any of her labs or her CT back yet? Acute mesenteric ischemia is one of the three most commonly asked vascular scenarios for general surgery oral boards, and a real scenario you will see in your career. It is important to differentiate an acute embolic mesenteric ischemia from a thrombotic mesenteric ischemia. Also, mesenteric venous thrombosis and non-obstructive mesenteric ischemia. Almost all of these can be determined by the scenario stem, and certainly the CT scan. An otherwise healthy patient with AFib equals embolic mesenteric ischemia. A sickly vascular patient with mesenteric ischemia is likely thrombotic. Mesenteric venous thrombosis, much less severe presentation, and they usually will have had a recent abdominal procedure, and they're unlikely to present an extremis. Patients with NOMI or non-occlusive mesenteric ischemia will always be in the ICU on multiple pressures and a balloon pump. Yeah, so her CBC and BMP are unremarkable. Her lactate is 4. Her amylase and lipase are normal. Her EKG confirms atrial fibrillation. Uh, the CTA demonstrates an abrupt cutoff of the SMA 4 centimeters after its origin. There is evidence of hypoattenuating bowel. The vascular surgeon just went to the operating room for a ruptured AAA and will not be available to help you with this case. Okay. So now that mesenteric ischemia from an embolus to the SMA has been confirmed, um, I would anticoagulate the patient with heparin. Um, I would do 80 units a kilogram. Uh, I would start broad-spectrum antibiotics and call the OR and let them know that we need to do a laparotomy and we'll need a vascular set, including a Fogarty embolectomy, uh, catheters, and um, uh, I'd plan on doing an SMA embolectomy. As soon as you confirm a vascular thrombosis, ask yourself if they are bleeding. If they're not, start anticoagulation. Heparin 80 units per kilogram is a good starting point. Okay, you are in the OR and widely prepped and draped. Please describe your operation. Sure. So, um, you know, after my standard prep, I would make a generous midline laparotomy from the, the xiphoid to below the umbilicus. I would enter the peritoneum and evaluate the bowel. If any grossly perforated bowel, I would staple and resect. Otherwise, I would pack it off to the right upper quadrant. I would then elevate the transverse mesocolon and follow the middle colic artery down to the base of the mesentery, which is where the, I'll find the SMA. I would feel for a pulse proximally in it, and then I would carefully expose and loop out all the branches with vessel loops. Make sure to adequately heparinize for an ACT of greater than 200, then I would clamp proximally and distally. Make a transverse arteriotomy and then use a number two and number three embolectomy catheter to retrieve the clot proximally and distally. Once I have achieved good inflow and outflow, I would ex get exposure and then close my arteriotomy with interrupted proline sutures. I would use a Doppler to confirm that I had flow, and then I would place warm irrigation in the admin and allow 20 minutes before you know reevaluating the bowel. What they want you to know here is, do you know how to find the SMA? Even on the vascular surgery oral boards, they ask, how will you identify the SMA? 
So the easiest and most straightforward way is to elevate the transverse mesocolon, retract the small bowel mesentery caudad, and at the origin of the small bowel mesentery, the SMA will be there under a layer of mesenteric fat. Even if it is thrombosed, you should be able to palpate a tubular structure. The other trick is to find the middle colic artery in the mesentery of the transverse colon and follow it down to the SMA as it is a direct branch off the SMA. And this is generally where an embolus will lodge right around the takeoff of the middle colic as it is a narrowing of the SMA at this point. When looking in the abdomen, the SMV will be directly to the left of the SMA. Open the artery transversely so you can close it primarily. If for whatever reason you did longitudinal, if you close this, you will narrow it. So any longitudinal arteriotomy should be closed with the bovine pericardial patch. As with all revascularization cases, you need to make sure you have good inflow, which everyone remembers, but you also need to make sure you have good back bleeding from the distal vessel. If you revascularize without ensuring good back bleeding, everything will rethrombose. Okay, you evaluate the bowel. There's a good pulse throughout the mesentery. There are some pieces of bowel that are still dusky in appearance, but not clearly dead. What would you like to do? In that case, I would uh, not do a definitive closure of the abdomen. I would do a temporary abdominal closure using uh, an abthera, if, if available, uh, and plan on doing a, a relook, uh, second look laparotomy within 24 hours. On the boards, the safest answer is always to do a relook laparotomy in patients with acute mesenteric ischemia. You can do it 12 or 24 hours later. Okay, uh, so they, they move her to the ICU, um, and she's doing okay. Um, and they ask, you know, is there anything else you'd like to do in the meantime? Yeah, so I would uh, I would want to keep the patient on broad-spectrum antibiotics. I'd want uh, her anticoagulated uh, with heparin drip for a PTT between 60 and 90. I'd also ensure that she's being warmed and adequately resuscitated uh, and monitored closely for those 24 hours. So patients with an open abdomen, it's going to make some people nervous that they're anticoagulated. Um, we can always deal with a little bleeding, but we cannot deal with another thrombosis of and more bowel ischemia. So yes, keep these patients anticoagulated even with an open abdomen and, and further surgery coming up. Okay, uh, let's step take a step back and say I gave you a different presentation of mesenteric ischemia. And this patient was a chronic vasculopath, a heavy smoker uh, with known vascular disease. Um, and her symptoms were not as sudden or severe, um, but she still had unrelenting abdominal pain. What would you be worried about, and what are your options for revascularizing this type of mesenteric ischemia? As mentioned before, some of the clues here are that the patient has a history of vascular disease. On the CTA, you're likely going to see a heavily diseased aorta with chunks of calcium at the origin of each of the mesenteric vessels. Also, these patients have chronic ischemia, so when they eventually thrombose a mesenteric vessel, they do not present in as quickly or in as much extreme pain as someone who has an embolus to an otherwise healthy SMA. Okay, well, this is more concerning for a superior mesenteric artery thrombosis rather than an embolus. Um, so this is when a chronically diseased SMA acutely thrombosis. Embolectomy is not an option in these patients. If I could identify a healthy portion of the SMA on CT scan, uh, I would perform an iliac to SMA bypass using a greater saphenous vein uh, or PTFE. 
if a vascular surgeon was available and they had endovascular options, um, transfemoral stenting could be a, a possibility or also uh, retrograde stenting from direct access uh, uh, in, into the SMA is another option. Okay, thank you. I think this scenario is much le- less likely to be given on the general surgery oral boards, but it's important to know embolectomy does not work here. The issue is the critical narrowing of the origin vessel. The safe answer here is bypass. And when doing this in the acute setting, you will generally take it off the common iliac artery. There are stenting options here as many of these patients will have significant comorbidities. But as much as you need to know is that you can stent in a traditional fashion from the arm or femoral artery. Or you can expose the SMA and place a wire retrograde into the aorta and stent in that direction. Thank you for listening to Behind the Knife Premium Oral Board Review. Dominate the day.